Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, guys. Welcome to Not Basic Blonde Podcast. And today's guest is Kylene Campbell. As you know, everyone is going through Mercury retrograde and is going through ups and downs and emotional roller coaster. So in this episode, we will cover everything what's going on now and in the Scorpio season. So welcome to my podcast, Kylene Campbell. Having me on and, um, you know, I know that there were um, some questions that you had in regards to, to me and, and what I do. And yeah, yeah. and uh, well, my name's Kayleen Campbell, and uh, originally I'm from Toronto, but I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia now. Um, I've been here for about five years, and um, I'm a tarot card reader um, and an astrologer. Uh, I've been doing this type of work for about eight years now, um, and this last year has been crazy busy and amazing and just life-changing for me. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been very, very enlightening actually. It's gotten me in contact with all sorts of different types of people. Um, I've been able to like branch out in a lot of, a lot of different ways, which has been great. Um, and that's actually how I met you. So (laughs) yeah. Um, So I'm so glad to have you on my podcast and just to give you guys a backstory, Kylene and I met at Modern Mystic Tarot Shop, I mean, Modern Mystic Shop in Atlanta. And she'd done my readings like three times. And three times she was absolutely right with timelines. It's it's very hard <laughs> to predict. But, I mean, I've done tarot readings before and they were nowhere near close. As she told me. And, like, the timelines were exactly like almost the same months as she told me so and I decided to have her on my podcast I mean she was amazing so she will tell you more about herself so please tell us uh, more about what do you do and sure yeah of course um well good I'm glad that all of those timelines linked up um as far as uh tarot cards go um yeah tarot card reading has been a passion of mine for a while um a lot of the times people ask me like how it works uh, a lot of the times people are very curious but they're sort of like hesitant to look into it um and basically what it is is it's um i i take a look at at your cards and it's it's a mirror of your subconscious uh, on one hand, but on the other hand, everything in life is very cyclical. Um, we have four seasons, you know, and they repeat themselves over and over again every year. Um, so I like to take a look into those different seasons and really sort of take a look at some of the energies that are available for you in those separate seasons. Um, also, tarot card readings um, can be very present. So looking at a spread, Sometimes I can mirror that subconscious 
aspect of a client and really take a look at maybe some of the stressors or anxieties or some of the triumphs that they've been going through as well. Um, yeah, so it, it's it's really just a deep look into someone's current life and also the energies that are reflected during that cyclical year. I'm a very year-based um, type of tarot card reader. Some types of tarot card readers can tell you stuff years and years in in advance, like in the future. Um, for me, I'm very present and year-based. Um, and, you know, as far as astrology goes, um, yes, there's a link to astrology and tarot. Um, it's very helpful to get a tarot reading and then an astrology reading uh, or a chart reading if you want to know more about those like future, future aspects, um, what you might be doing in two years from now, or just looking at some of those astrological transits um, in comparison to a current tarot spread. Uh, and also, you know, um, tarot can be really fun too, if you feel like you're at a crossroads or if you feel like you're not necessarily sure on what to decide on. Um, and that could be relationships, that could be job, that could be financial aspects. It's really good to tap in every once in a while and check out maybe where some of those, those aspects in your life are going directionally and whether or not you're lining up with them, you know? So yeah, um, as far as as far as tarot and and astrology, it's just a really good. Um, it's almost like a timeline. It's almost like you can look into your timeline um, and whether or not your passions are actually aligning with with what you're doing too. You know, are you doing something that you're passionate about? Are you in a relationship you're supposed to be in? Um, is there more? You know, so um, it's it, it's really good to sort of to sort of take a peek into some of those aspects from time to time. Um, and, you know, for me, direction wise, um, I use it on, you know, on a monthly basis. Like I get my cards read on a monthly basis um, also by other people, but myself included, I read my own cards from, from time to time. And it really does help me with making decisions or, um, you know, laying low or sort of letting some time pass before I make a decision. Um, we don't always have to take action on things. We can let time pass in order for, you know, uh, something to actually come up that will show us, um, what decision we're supposed to make as well. Um, and, you know, I've had a lot of directional aspects, like moving to Atlanta. Um, also, I went through a divorce in 2012. So during that point in time, tarot was a really, really excellent tool to allow me to navigate that divorce, where I was going, what I should have been doing. Um, and, you know, it, it sort of brought me to this point where, yes, I should move. You know, there's there's more somewhere else for me. So, um, so yeah, it's been really helpful for me and, um, it's been really helpful for a lot of my friends and, um, you know, acquaintances, clients, um, which are now my friends, <laughs> um, to really help, um, them with their lives. And that's where, you know, that's where the joy comes in for reading tarot for me. I really, um, I really love helping people out in their daily lives, helping them make decisions and see the potential that's in front of them, you know? Yes. 
totally it's very helpful how did you become tarot reader so when and it's interesting because um recently I got, I got asked that question and I'm like, oh man, how, (laughs) how did I fall into doing this? And it was when, um, and let's say, I want to say it was like nine years ago. I've been reading for eight years, but nine years ago, I was gifted a tarot deck. Somebody gave me a tarot deck and I started just reading friends and family, like people close by, Um, Like I would take them out at like parties or um, if I had a friend over and we were just sitting around having a glass of wine, um, just hanging out uh, and I would take them out and we would ask questions, you know, like, okay, so where am I going to be working like next month? Um, Am I going to, is this financial slump going to pass? You know, Um, am I with, is this guy like the right one for me? Uh, I don't know, you know, so we would pull cards on it and um, we would look through different sources. Like there are a lot of like good books that are available for tarot and there are a lot of good online resources. So I just started checking through those resources and coming up with my own interpretations of what the descriptions meant to me. And my friends and my family were like, you're actually really good at this. So I, reserved, I, I received a lot of external validation about the fact that I was um, that I that I was able to do it, and that people were able to understand my interpretations and my predictions. So at that point in time, I just started going a little bit deeper with it um, in regards to the history of tarot, and it was just very very interesting. It was interesting to me. Um, there is also this psychologist, Carl Jung, uh, or Jung, it depends on how you want to pronounce it, um, who is very, very interested in, um, certain archetypes and, um, also, uh, synchronicities or cyclical patterns and all of those things run through the tarot. So, um, just getting into philosophy and history of the art of tarot essentially was what drew me closer into it. And then I'm like, Oh, I can make a career out of this. I can, I can help people, um, as a directional tool, um, and really sort of, um, interpret the tarot for everybody's individual needs. So I, about nine years ago, I figured out that I had this, um, what other people call a gift. And now I've recognized, yes, it's a total gift um, I, I, uh, that I've been blessed with. So I, and anybody can get into tarot, um, to be quite honest, um, just like any other subject, there's studying and there's also developing your psychic intuitive aspects as well, um, which is a whole other part of getting into it. Um, there's different levels and, and, Every single reader is different, you know, um, because they come from different perspectives. But, um, yeah, I've just uh, uh, I just started reading very casually for friends and family, essentially. And then I got the positive reinforcement for it. And I just never, never looked back, really. How did you know that you were going in the right direction? So as far as going in the right direction, I mean, I have to say that, yes, at times, I um, I did have doubts about 
what, like where I was going and if, if this was the right path for me. Um, and that's when the, the meditative practice started to kick in for me. I started to develop a meditation practice and it helped me to become more present um, and a lot more centered um, about the fact that the universe does in fact support you. Um, and you're supposed to be where you are presently at this time, you know, um, a lot of the times when we switch directions or switch gears, um, even if we, you know, if, if, if we're uncertain about the current direction that we're on right now, there will be signs that will point you in the right direction. Um, and for me, I got that direction from others around me that I knew that I could like help other people um, and that I could connect to other people on that spiritual level. Um, that's how I knew I was going in the right direction um, when I was really doing, um, you know, more humanitarian work through the tarot. Um, the tarot expresses the importance of humanitarian work and connection with your fellow humans, you know, with your fellow people. Um, and I just knew I was in the right direction because I was being supported um, in what I was doing. Uh, and I was supported through the move. I was supported by people I didn't even know, you know, that were like, you've helped me immensely. I'm going to help you with something. And, um, yeah. And it's, it's sort of like, um, what's going on right now. I'm on your, <laughs> I'm on your podcast. I feel like extremely supported, um, by this, this network we've created and I'm here presently. And it just feels, you know, when you're in that right direction too, everything just sort of feels right. And there is, um, a vibrational frequency of, of joy and happiness. You feel it. Um, you feel it in that like heart chakra center. It, it feels good, you know? So, yeah. Um, I'm, I feel like I'm going in the right direction just from, everybody um, offering their support. Also me developing that meditation practice and, and believing that I'm supposed to be here where I am at this moment in time, that the universe does support me. Um, and also because I feel joy from it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's most important to feel joy of whatever you're doing. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yes, most definitely. Mm -hmm. What was the biggest sign that you received from universe when you start going that path and you knew like that was it ah uh, you know I think and that's such a good good question because I okay so when I first got to Atlanta I was working in the service industry for about like three years on top of doing tarot readings like tarot readings at that point in time it was just sort of like a side hustle right it was sort of like something that I absolutely loved doing but I didn't have like residency at a shop. I didn't know where I could build my business, you know? And I was literally sitting having coffee with somebody who I had read when I first got to Atlanta and who was like, I need another reading. I'm like, okay. So we met up, we had coffee. Um, her name's Erica. She's a wonderful, wonderful person. Um, she, uh, she and I were, were just sort of like, you know, talking back and forth about, about work and jobs. And I was just like, you know, it would be really, really great if I could do tarot reading full time 
full tilt and just have my own tarot reading business. Um, you know, that would be like a really like a dream come true, essentially. And she's like, yeah, that would be really great. And, you know, we continued on. We finished our coffee date. And the next day she messaged me and she told me that Modern Mystic Shop was hiring tarot readers. <laughs> so I am. Yeah, I applied and I got the job. So it was almost like I sent out this message into the universe asking for what I wanted. And the very next day, you know, it came back and it was like, here you go. Here's your possibility. So um, it literally happened over coffee, <laughs> you know, which is quite incredible. So that, that was the sign, I think, to me. I believe in this kind of things because sometimes you must be careful what you wish for because you might wish it and it might actually come true. And then you would be, oh my God, I wish it not in this way, but in this way. But when you actually clear know what you want and wishing for that, then it happens. Then it's like, wow. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's, I felt that, you know. And as you know, now Mercury retrograde is on full <laughs> speed and everybody's so affected by it. Can you tell us more about it? Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, so uh, Mercury and retrograde, you know, it is, it's a common phrase and people hear it a lot. Um, and usually, um, you know, people associate it with communications because Mercury is the planet that rules communications. Um, also, Mercury is the god Nike from old Greek Roman mythology, and he was a messenger. Um, so Mercury and Nike are, are they deal with they deal with a lot of communications and in today's day and age, communications deal with technology as well, because we are constantly communicating through technology, you know, um, that's, that's a very modern aspect. So Mercury and retrograde not only affects technological things, like you should, you shouldn't buy any sort of technological object, like no phones, no computers, no nothing during Mercury and retrograde. It's just not a safe bet. Um, also communications between people. You know, a lot of that um, will get mixed up. Sometimes, you know, people will double book themselves. Sometimes people will have miscommunications in relationships. Um, sometimes you'll think your friend said seven o'clock for dinner, um, but they really meant 7 a.m. for breakfast. You know, so there are a lot of these sort of miscommunications that happen during Mercury and retrograde. And what Mercury and retrograde is put in place to do, it's put in place so we can take a step back from all that back and forth communication and we can sort of lay low and have a period of stillness. So it's almost like thinking before you speak, right? That is the lesson that Mercury Mercury and retrograde gives us. Um, it's slowing down these communication aspects so we can focus on where we're going. Um, sometimes communication just gets like 
you know, it, it's, it's always around us and always constantly circling through our lives. So it's nice to sort of shut that off for a minute and take a step back in order to communicate with ourselves. So that's the basis of Mercury in retrograde. A lot of the times Mercury in retrograde can also slow things down. So if you're waiting for like something to come in the mail, if you're waiting for like um, somebody to return your call for a job, you know, you might not get that call until the retrograde's over. Um, and also there's a lot of just sort of um, mix-ups around Mercury and retrograde. Um, and it, it changes people's focus. Um, it prevents people from focusing. You might even notice that people might be driving crazy right now too. Um, I mean, what else is new in Atlanta? But, um, you know, people might actually be driving a little strange. Also, you know, um, Mercury in retrograde deals with flights too um, and travel. So if you're going to book travel, make sure you do it before or after a retrograde. You can travel throughout the retrograde as long as you have booked your your flight or, um, you know, your car or whatever before or after the retrograde. Um, people who travel for a living usually feel Mercury in retrograde the hardest because they're having to travel because it's part of their job. So they will experience those setbacks a lot more than just people who work a normal nine to five, right? So, um, and I mean, there are, certain, there are some things you can do that uh, to not get affected by it, to sort of like, you know, um, kind of will it away, if you will. Um, one, of the, one of the things that I like to do is I like to limit how much social interaction I have over Mercury and retrograde. So I tend not to show up to like big events. Uh, I tend not to, I tend not to overextend myself. Um, I always double check everything, like booking times, communications, double check everything, even like flight times, um, air, what time you're supposed to arrive at the airport, all of that kind of thing. Warranties. If you're signing something like a lease or something, make sure you're reading the fine print, all of that kind of stuff. Um, making sure that you make it crystal, crystal clear, you know, instead of just sort of like leaving it as it as is. Uh, another thing, too, that I find works pretty well um, is if there is a new moon or a full moon throughout that Mercury retrograde. I like to burn a blue candle and I usually um, will carve something in the candle like easy communication or, um, you know, uh, fluid communication. Or if I have to take a flight during a Mercury and retrograde, you can put like smooth flight, no delays. And I burn that candle um, either on a new moon or a full moon. And it usually dissipates the contradictions or the miscommunications or misschedulings during that point in time. So those are some of the things we should do for it. A lot of the advice is just to lay low um, and limit your communications, what you sign, and how much you travel.
Mm-hmm. I see. And, and you told me about the candles. So, you know, there's a website, it's called houseofintuition.com, whatever. There's some shop in LA, but they send yes. it out nationwide. And I had like the past two retrogrades, I had the candles from them and they have like special candle for mercury retrograde. It has crystals in it and it helps you to go through it like smoothly. This oh. time, I didn't know about the retrograde coming up now I didn't order the candle and like it hit me hard at the beginning with drama and miscommunication like I yeah I felt it more than any other (laughs) yeah it's um and the interesting thing too is that this this mercury and retrograde is landing in Scorpio so Scorpio has a lot to do with things from the past coming up um Scorpio season also has to it's a water sign so it deals with emotional communications right um it can deal with people's like emotions um that might be like up and down very heavily um so having a mercury and retrograde in Scorpio season that's a heavy one that's a that's a big retrograde so staying low um and like trying to sort of smooth things over, giving yourself enough time is super imperative, especially this month. I think the retrograde ends, I think it's November 25th. 20th, yeah. Oh, 25th. I think the whole thing, if it ends on the 20th, sometimes it depends on what sign you are um, and like when you were born. Sometimes it's give or take seven days. That's what they say. Um, But I mean, yeah, 20th sounds... 20th sounds correct. Yeah, for sure. I see. I didn't know about the emotional part and I didn't know all this information, but it actually like came up, like all the past experiences for some reason came up in my head and it's like made me feel emotional like this time for some reason. And I felt like some of the actual events like repeating right now. And it just was a weird feeling. (laughs) Yes. Uh, welcome to Scorpio season. <laughs> it is. I know. Yeah, it's very. It, it, it's a bizarre time, but um, but necessary in order to get in tap in, in touch with those deeper emotions and to sort of clear out some aspects of the past as well. So yeah. What was the best advice you ever received? Well, you know, I've received, and you know, I've received a lot of good advice from like um, fellow readers and people who have read me uh, in the past. Um, but the best advice that I've ever gotten um, was surprisingly from an ex-boyfriend, and he said, "You know, if you're, if you follow." that point of happiness and joy and you just follow that point until you know it feels satisfying then you will know that you've made it that's one thing that he said and the other thing he said is that success is different for defining your own version of success and going after that um is good to not let somebody else's version of success take over your life, I think has been the biggest lesson for me and the best point of advice for me this last year. Um, Because there's a lot of comparisons that come up a lot of the times, especially over social media and especially like in friend groups and social groups, you know, it's like 
following that point of joy and your own definition of success is what's going to make you feel good and what's going to make you feel whole and happy. Um, and that was something that really defined 2019 for me. I'm really excited to take that advice and move into 2020 with that. That and also, you know, I mean, we are here for an undisclosed amount of time. There is no reason why we should let past traumas or fears define our future. Um, really taking action on our own personal joy and what makes us feel good is imperative because again, that undisclosed amount of time that we are here, here for, we don't know. Feel like you have lived a full life and a beneficial life. Um, and also when you help others, it helps you, you know? Um, it really gives you that point of joy because you feel like you're supporting others and they're supporting you in return. Um, having that, that community, that community balance is, is really, really important. Um, so I have to thank my ex for, for giving me some of the best, um, the best advice I've ever received. Uh, because, um, you know, with, without that, I might've, you know, fallen into, um, somebody else's definition of success, or I might've been stuck in, um, still stuck in the service industry where I wasn't happy. So they did give me a lot of like good advice as, as far as, um, what I should reach for and where I should go. So it was very, very helpful. And I see, I do believe in that, that people come into our lives for a reason, some people for life, some people for experiences and it depends what we get out of it. Yes, a hundred percent. And you know, you learn, right? Like it's all about, it's all about learning. But yeah, that's so true. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, one of my friends found out that I've told her that you will be on my podcast. So she asked me to ask you what advice you can give to someone who hit the rock bottom in their life. Ah, uh, uh, yes. And this is a question that I, I have gotten asked, um, a couple times and I've actually experienced it myself too during that divorce I went through. Um, and one of the things that, that really helped me was that every single day that is ahead of you is a day to start fresh and start new. Every single new day is a new opportunity for you to change the things that, you know, might have gotten gotten mixed up in the past. Also not to focus on failure because failure is absolutely necessary for success. You have to fail multiple times over for you to get to your best self. That is how humans learn. So rock bottom is a learning period. It is a hard learning period. It is there to teach you a hard lesson. In fact, changing your perspective on what you're going through also helps. Receiving this hard period of time as almost a blessing or even showing gratitude for the fact that you're able to still live and learn this lesson is necessary as well. 
a perspective switch is imperative in order to see that maybe this rock bottom aspect as you perceive it to be is just trying to teach you something and what you're going to learn from it will enlighten you and raise you to a higher point in your life so it's you know rock bottom it happens to everyone some people don't talk about it some people are very very private about it but let me tell you rock bottom happens to a lot of people and that can look multiple ways like the end of a relationship it can look like the death of someone it can look like drug addiction or alcohol addiction but every single day that you have you know after today is a new day to start over and to learn from these past aspects that we've been taught by the universe the universe is trying to teach you how to stay balanced so when you're off balance you feel like you're hitting rock bottom it's you can you can bring that back around um does it take time sure it takes time but that's the whole point of learning you know rome wasn't built in a day um i know that's kind of like a very like basic um metaphor but it's true you can't build an empire in a week you know it takes time it takes multiple failures um some people also didn't get famous until they were 50 or 40 you know like for example um there there's been multiple writers like um anthony bourdain um rest in peace he uh, didn't get famous and get his show and get everything that he wanted until he was 42 years old so it's never too late to take advantage of that next day and to really be thankful for all of the failures we've had that are teaching us something about where we're going um so yeah i think rock bottom um can also you know sometimes rock bottom hits too when we are supposed to be still and silent um and and in that stillness and that silence is meditation realizing that we are all connected sometimes for rock bottom too going out and socializing with people that are experiencing the same things as you makes you feel a lot less alone you know um also astrology and tarot can also show you that you know a lot of the times a lot of people are dealing with a lot of that stuff right now for example scorpio season i've never like in in my reading history at modern mystic i've never seen a month full of so many breakups you know like there's so many like emotional aspects and so many breakups at this point in time that people are feeling like super desolate and 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 alone at this point in time but you're not alone because there are multiple people that are going through the same thing and there are always resources and and connections that that can help you um i mean even just information in general going on youtube um and seeking out some things to clear your mind or to sort of guide you as to what to do next to get you out of that rock bottom scenario will show you that you're not alone in this and this is just a lesson that's temporary you know this isn't a forever thing yeah yeah that's so true mm-hmm. i know it is like i know always to take 
from every situation take something positive and I've learned that throughout my life and I learned it and I always do it and I explain to my friend the same but I'm glad whatever everything you told me just now it's just really such a great information Great. Yeah, it's, it's, and, and, you know, I sympathize and empathize with anybody who's going through a rock bottom moment because it is hard. I'm totally not discounting that. Um, it's definitely difficult and, and everybody's struggle is individual, but, um, but being, but switching your perspective and being thankful for all of these sort of like failures and, and hardships will allow you to celebrate life when it's just, you know, at that peak point, at that happiness point, because you can't experience happiness without sadness, because how would you know, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. How our listeners can book an appointment with you, and where do you do your readings? So, um, yeah, I would, I would, I would love to see, um, I would love to see all of you who are listening. Um, I book my readings out of um, Modern Mystic Shop in in Pont City Market uh, here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, And I'm there Friday days and Saturday days, uh, Fridays from 11 till 6 and Saturdays from 11 till 4. Um, And you can book me online, actually. They have an online scheduling system, and that's modernmystictarot.com. And um, once you type that in and search that, you can find me under uh, the readers portion, the readers drop down, and my name is Kayleen Campbell. Um, and you can just click on my schedule and, and go ahead and book a reading. And all of the readings are, <clears throat> are done in different time increments. So um, if you're just looking for a quick check-in um, or you have like one question to ask, 15 minutes would probably do you fine. If you've never had a reading before and you'd like to check it out and see um, what it's about, and you'd like to ask questions, multiple questions about the reading, I usually suggest 30 minutes. Um, and if you're looking for something a little bit more in depth and you want to do multiple spreads on multiple questions because you feel like you have you have a lot on your plate, we have 45 minutes and 60 minutes as well. Um, and everything's on the site too, all of the pricing and everything. Um, so modernmystictarot.com and um, you can just click on me. Kayleen Campbell, um, and I'm there Friday days and Saturday days. Um, you can also find me um, on Instagram too. Um, a lot of people do virtual readings, and virtual readings uh, can be done through Skype or FaceTime. And I assure you, it works in the exact same way. Um, space and time are the same thing, uh, believe it or not. So it doesn't matter how close you are to me. Um, and you know, you can book that through my Instagram and my Instagram is crystal with a K. So K R Y S T A L underscore visions. Um, yeah, that's my Instagram and you can either DM me, no problem. You can send me a direct message or you can click the link in my bio and it'll show you where to book virtual readings. And again, the time slots are the same. 15, 30, 45, and, and 60 minutes, an hour, um, depending on what you need. Um, so yeah, you can find me at, at either of those places. Oh, um, and a side note too, I also do events as well. So if you'd like to book me for an event, 
Um, which some people like when they have parties and stuff, they like to book me for an hour or two, depending on how many people are at the party. Um, you can, you can, um, book me through modern mystic, uh, tarot.com, or you can also book me, um, through my DMS too, if you'd like to send me a DM. So, um, yeah, yeah. What is your Instagram? How they can find you online? Oh, it's crystal underscore vision. So, um, K R Y. S-T-A-L, so it's basically just crystal spelt with a K, underscore visions, vision spelt V-I-S-I-O-N-S. Wow, Crystal, thank you so much. I mean, Crystal, Kylene. <laughs> I, I don't know why I call you Crystal all the time. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, it's kind of like a nickname now, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for your great info. Like that was like so much needed at this period of time when everyone is going through craziness. I get so many DMs too. They ask me, "Oh my God, I have such and such situation. What do you think about it?" Like I, I get girls DMing me all the time, and I was like, "Girl, relax. That's a retrograde." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, thank you so much for having me on this podcast. This is such a great, um, just such a great outlet. Uh, for everything. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. Um, let me know if you need anything. Sure. That was it for today, guys. Thank you for listening Not Basic Blonde podcast. Follow me on Instagram, notbasicblonde underscore or NBB podcast. Bye, guys. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.